This evening we're going to practice meta. We're going to practice meta. Allow me some seven minutes of your time to introduce it. Uh, meta, it comes from Sanskrit word uh, mitra. Pali words meta, literally it means friendship, friendliness actually. Literally, it means friendliness. I don't know how, why they pronounce they uh, translated into loving kindness. I don't understand it myself. <laughs> so history has it that there's a, a gentleman called Miles Coverdale, Englishman, who translated the Bible, and his attempt was to translate a, a Hebrew word chest. I don't know even how to pronounce it. But he got it totally wrong, actually. And he said that it's called loving kindness. Now, Buddhists adapted it, and now they're using it, but I don't understand it, actually. Kindness is more of actual compassion. Maybe you put a spice to it, that's loving. You put the two together. I want to stay with the Pali word, metta. It's better with metta. <laughs> Love is better with metta. Now, uh, the commentary or definition is always talking about four parts. The characteristics, function, manifestation, and proximity, proximity cause. So this, if you know these four things, this is post-canonical, you know things according to its characteristics. Lakana, Pali word. It's promoting welfare. So metta, the characteristics of metta is promoting welfare. And its function uh, to prefer welfare. And then its manifestation is removal of annoyance. And then uh, proximity cause is seeing the lovability of beings. So when I have all those four things going on in my head, then I'll know what exactly metas are about. Then I start now beginning the practice. So now how I approach the practice is to keep it simple. I make sure that I choose three phrases that resonate with me. I'll choose phrases like, may I be secure, or may I be safe, then may I be happy, may I be uh, healthy or peaceful. So I'll choose only three, because when I choose more than three, I become restless. I start wondering which phrase I have to repeat. Three is about the right number. Then uh, in terms of how I proceed to practice it is to make sure that I find out good qualities about myself. What are the good qualities that I like about myself? This is not being selfish. It's really to really uh, lay out there the intention. Uh, Sally talked about intention. And meta is part of loving what we call uh, uh, right thoughts, thoughts of uh, non-hatred. So it's an intention there. It's a thought. So it's not faking it until you make it, really. It's really genuinely wishing yourself to be happy and be peaceful. So I found out good qualities about myself. Maybe I've been generous, been kind. Then that the same thing I'm going to do when I'm going to practice metta uh, towards friends. That's what we're gonna, we are going to do, uh, send metta to friends, because you already send metta to yourself. Then the next thing also I look at is what's the disadvantage of not having metta? When I'm devoid of metal, loving kindness, I'll stay more on the word metta, the Pali word. If you have really read some of these uh, books about the disadvantages, the advantages of metta, like you sleep well, you wake up well, you, uh, you actually you don't have nightmares, you gain concentration easily, uh, so many benefits. Uh, but when I look at uh, uh, if I'm I don't have this. Uh, if I don't practice metta, then I'm going to miss all these benefits. Then that actually inspires me. I say, "Oh, no, I'm not getting. I'm not going to get concentration easily. I'm not going to sleep well. I'm not going to wake up well. I'm. I'm not going to be friendly to human beings." There are eleven benefits the Buddha gave about metta. So I look at the opposite. If I'm to miss out metta, so that's how I start with the actually. Uh, 
knowing the good qualities about myself, then what I'll miss out if I don't practice it. So then I settle back in the present moment. I think I, this introduction is enough, five minutes. So I'd like you to settle back in the present moment. I'll give a guided meditation for maybe another seven minutes. So any kind of meditation starts with relaxation. See if you can settle back in the present moment. Feel at ease. Let go of the past and the future. Gain mindfulness and meta go together. Really, you need to remember this. It's not going to be bubbling phrases. You're going to repeat these phrases with mindfulness and connect to the meaning of the phrases. Though today the practice is meta towards the friend, we have to start with ourselves as an example. Find out good qualities you like about yourself, maybe one or two qualities. And if you don't find any, incline your mind towards goodness, towards being happy. And then pick one phrase that resonates with you. It doesn't matter which phrase you use. What's really, what's really matter is the meaning it has for you. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May, may I be safe. Safety means internally, not being tormented by greed, hatred, and delusion or externally, not being uh, tormented by external elements and uh, violence and everything external. So may I be safe, may I be happy, may I be healthy. So you have to space them repeating a little bit fast, but in your practice you have to space yourself. May I be safe? And then you pause, connecting the meaning. What does it really mean to be safe, not only for today, but the rest of your life? May I be happy? May I be healthy? Whatever phrase you choose, maybe may I be peaceful. So one reflect that if you are not having metal, there's going to be a lot of tightness and lack of peace, lack of happiness, lack of health. You don't want to miss out on that. So really genuinely incline your mind towards metta. May I be safe, may I be happy, may I be peaceful. Again, this is repeating it mentally. So it goes on these levels from mental level to really feeling level, going even to concentration level if you have enough mindfulness to sustain it. Though we are repeating these phrases, we want to drop them also. 
within their life you can repeat them verbally but we have to do to drop the verbal level do we then we go to the mental level then we drop the mental level then we feel we connect we feel it not faking it we feel loving kindness or metta and then out of that we get concentration because the mind is no longer riddled with hatred and anger then we choose a friends not one whom we are sexually attached to just a friend as the met- the word meta itself means friends friendliness so we choose a friend don't spend more time really trying to choose which one you're going to start with just choose a friend and then try to find out good qualities about your friends maybe your friend has been generous with their time and energy material things maybe your friend has advised you help you in one way or the other so find one good quality you like about your friends and also reflect that if you don't have met that was your friend you're going to be very unhappy you're not going to be peaceful we are actually all connected so then find the phrase that resonate with you the same phrases may be used to yourself for yourself may my friend be safe so what does it really mean your friend to be safe free from all mental defilements what does it really mean and as you repeat mentally this word may my friend be happy what does it mean for your friend to be happy not only for today but for the rest of your life Uh, the rest of the life of your friend may my friend be peaceful the good news is that when your friend is peaceful and happy and safe you you are a shareholder you share in this peace and happiness so the more your friends are peaceful and happy the more you're going to be peaceful and happy watch out for any attachment that can arise as you send loving kindness to your friend if such attachment arises I encourage you to send loving kindness to a group of friends not only one so you send meta to a bunch of your friends see them as a group not only one person so then may my friends be safe may my friends be happy may my friends be peaceful again if you feel there's not enough metta towards your friends you can always go back to yourself any hindrance that comes with us a sloth and torpor Maybe you want to increase the way you repeat these phrases instead of may i be happy and then you fall asleep maybe you want to increase the phrases a little bit faster 
And if there's restlessness that coming in, maybe you're repeating the phrases mechanically. You want to maybe really zero in to those phrases and just slow down. So we can still deal with the hindrances even when we practice metta loving kindness, we can pay attention to them. The most common hindrance that comes is attachment when we send metta to friends. So try to stone your guard.
Having seen that all beings like oneself have a desire for happiness, one methodically develops loving kindness all beings. Thank you very much for your practice. So before I open it to question and answer session, I just want to remind you that the way I practice meditation is really following the definition of uh, those four aspects I've talked about. The characteristics, the function, manifestation, and the proximity cause. Proximity cause is not the producing cause, but it's a support. It's a support, how it arises. This can be seen that in the, it's the future's promoting welfare. When I find out the phrase, it's the, fr- the phrase I use is to, to promote welfare, to prefer welfare, its function. And removal of annoyance, how it manifests, I re- remind myself, okay, this is the benefit of meta. What are the pros and cons? If I don't I practice meta, this is what I'm, I'm, I'll get benefit of meta, of happiness, of peace, of concentration. And if I don't, I'll be annoyed, I'll be angry, grumpy, and all these things. So I really go through that. And uh, when I, I, I really look at uh, the way I use the, pre- the phrases, I look at the proximate, uh, proximate cause, seeing lovability in beings. It start with myself. I try to see what are the bright spots. This is not the time to look at my areas of life that I don't want. It's really looking at, oh, this is what I want about myself. I like about myself. Then also I find it and others, you know. So with this, by the time I generate the phrases, I'm embracing the whole definition of meta, actually, starting with characteristics, function, manifestation, proximity cause. And I've developed an acronym, acronym for this. Uh, it's called RAID. RAID. R stands for recognition that all beings like oneself have a desire for happiness. And I've said it at the end of this meditation. Having seen that all beings like oneself have a desire for happiness, one divorce loving kindness for all beings. In Pali, Atupamaya, Sabesam, Satanam Suko, Kamato, Pasitwa, Kamato, Meta, Sabasate, Subhavaye. We chant it in our monasteries, actually. That phrase is actually, that phrase. So it's a rec- recognition. And then accepting the fact that nobody wants to suffer and everybody wants ha- happiness. Really, when you look at an insect, you block it like this, it just goes the other way around, you know? And, you know, it has a very little consciousness. An insect, the smallest one. You try to block it, it will go another way. So the acceptance of the common denominator, we all beings, our common denominator is that nobody wants to suffer and everybody wants happiness. Though other people cause us suffering, but it's just they are using wrong means, actually. (laughs) You know, in in Buddhism, means and... uh, <laughs> this idea of the means, the mean the end justify the means. No, for us the means and the end should be skillful. So, in other words, very very important. Uh, I think people who make us suffer, they talk, they take wrong means actually. So then, uh, I stands for inclining my mind towards happiness. Is inclining my mind, intention, putting out the intention to be happy. So I stands for that, and and uh, D stands for development. Bhavana, the Pali words bhavana. Develop loving kindness in words, speech, and action. So that's your acronym, RAID. Anyway, time for questions if you have questions. So it's option if you want to go out. Yeah, Mike, sure, you can take the mic. So we have some 23 minutes for questions if you have questions. Hi, thank you for the meditation. 
I'm doing a metta um, retreat right now, so mainly practicing metta. And I also find it helpful to still do um, my regular practice of uh, grounding myself in the body, um, hearing, etc. And so I kind of go back and or I do mainly meta, but then I'm also occasionally kind of supporting myself with the the more traditional insight practice. And then I get a little bit confused sometimes and lost in it because I've I think oh I'm, I'm supposed to keep the image of the person in my mind I'm supposed to keep the felt sense oh but I'm losing it so I'll go back to my body for a bit oh I, now I've I've forgotten to do the meta I'm supposed to be doing meta anyway it gets a little bit of a, a lot um, so I what I what I do is I just try to keep it simple and think I'm just wishing these people this person kindness just just focus on that and then if I end up coming back to my body on its own then that's good. Um, too. So that keeping it simple, I find really helpful. But I just wondered if you had any advice. Well, the advice is to keep it simple. <laughs> so I'm guided in my practice with IRS. Keep it interesting, keep it real, and keep it simple. IRS. The thing is, uh, when you look at what we are doing, you have to look at the bigger picture of what we are doing, actually. Rather than the techniques and tools, you have to look at the bigger picture of what we are doing here. Really, when you look at what we are doing, we are developing our mind in a bigger picture. We are cultivating eight mind states. Right understanding, that's where insight comes, actually. In vipassana meditation, then right understanding, that's where, the, that's where meta comes. So then we have right th- speech, you are, in, you are keeping noble silence, don't worry about that. <laughs> then right action, you are keeping the five precepts at the minimum, or some eight anyway. Uh, so you are good to go. <laughs> then we are doing right, we are doing what we call right livelihood. We are actually, we shouldn't worry about that. We are, we are not manufacturing bombs here. We are self-employed <laughs> on a cushion. <laughs> We are self-employed on a cushion, so we are good in that. <laughs> then we, we, we also practice right efforts, then right mindfulness, and right concentration. Once you know that that's what we are doing, then there shouldn't be a struggle. Should I go to meta? Should I go to insight? I would really get a chunk of time where I'm practicing meta without thinking that I'm cutting out corners, you know? Because a moment of awareness, pure awareness, that's the moment when there's no hatred. Where there's no anger, that's a, a moment of meta, really, actually. It's not like, may I be well up and peaceful, may I be... On. <laughs> it's a moment of pure awareness, all right? So a moment of pure awareness is a moment where it's, uh, which is absent, uh, which is devoid of, at least on a temporary basis, of anger, of hatred. So that's a moment of meta. And the moment of meta, I'm just flipping the side of the coin, so you may not doing awareness and things rising and passing away, you know, but actually now you are with the, the uh, person saying metta loving kindness, may I be well up and peaceful. If you are not just bubbling words without meaning, but you are with mindfulness, then at that moment you are practicing metta, which will make for concentration. In other words, when you repeat these words, there's mindfulness going on continuously, and then that will bring concentration, and that concentration you can use it for wisdom, to get more awareness. So really it doesn't matter so much, and, and maybe it will matter if you are caught up in a technique, oh, this is meta now, no, 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 now when I go to this awareness, I'm cheating myself, I should be doing this. It's really uh, getting the larger picture and say, where am I going to start? If you can start with metta, loving kindness, and then once you have enough concentration, then concentration, the Buddha said, when the mind is concentrated, sees things as they really are. So you need to switch. At some stage, you need to switch. Because when you practice metta, you get concentration. And what are you going to do with that concentration? Sit with it and put it in a pocket? It's like <laughs> buy, <laughs> buying a horse, a racing horse, and keep it in your backyard. Yeah, I have a good horse, you know, this is a racing horse, but it's in a backyard. <laughs> so get your concentration, use that concentration to see 
things as a nature looker and nanata and get from there. Don't worry about it. The problem is the whole retreat getting concentration and keep on piling it in your pocket. <laughs> Use your concentration. I don't know whether that's helpful, but it doesn't. Yes, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. I'm, <laughs> I'm very glad. <laughs> I'm very glad. Actually, thank you very much. I, this was going to be a dumber talk. You saved me a lot. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome very much. Thank you. Another question. Another question. Yes. So every practice you see is like another door, you know. When, like you can use that door to enter here, you can use another door to enter here, you can use it here. So if you practice metta, you enter inside. <laughs> Which door are you using and are you do using it properly? You, know, you Really, when you practice metta and it gets going, you get concentration, use it for insight. If you use insight meditation and see the rising and passing away, then still that will be a moment of metta. They come together if you see as the noble eightfold path, the larger picture to develop your mind. So that really for me, just get rid of greed, hatred, and delusion. I don't care what you are doing, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Whether meta, what, what, what. <laughs> Please. This is a continuum from the previous question. You mentioned many times about meta is for concentration. Right. Then here we are talking about vipassana practice. So how they are not exactly the same thing, right? So yeah, so 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 when we sitting here being mindful on the breath, in the meantime trying to bring the meta into practice as well. And so I'm yeah, I guess I'm I'm still confused. Am I building a concentration or am I building the mindfulness or they are the same thing or at what point of a concentration I should switch to mindfulness? Yeah, where is the cutting point or dividing line between the two? There's Thank you no, very much. No dividing line. There's no dividing line. Every practice you're doing, let us, I think I need to give a talk about this. So. Every practice you are doing here, it must have mindfulness. I don't care whether it's metta, compassion, karuna, whatever you are doing, jhanas, whatever you are doing, mindfulness has to be there. So there shouldn't be a dividing line. Now, when it comes to metta and vipassana meditation, metta belongs to a practice which is called samatha which means concentration, serenity, because you are focusing on beings as they are really human beings, right? You wish them happiness. May they be happy. As you do that, you stabilize the object. And with that continuity, along with mindfulness and metta, then your mind is going to be concentrated. You can do that, but also you can do it other ways, just by observing the breath and just focusing on the breath without anything else, just the breath as it comes in. Undivided attention to the breath. All right? So then the breath becomes both. When it, now the breath is observed in a different way, not just on the breath, but different sensation, as now you, you touch your finger like this, and then you start to see the breath or this warmness. Then this touch sensation, and then the rising and passing away. Then you switch to vipassana meditation. Are we together on the breath? But for metta, you can make that transition only when you say, okay, now I'm going to switch the object. With the breath, you can stay with the ob ob object, but just see the breath in a different way. Touch your breath like now. Can you touch? Breathe in. You feel the warmth? Yeah. Coolness, movement, touch sensation. If you start to see those things as rising and passing away, that's what the word vipassana means. Seeing different things in terms of uh, impermanence and satisfaction and unsafe. So once you start to see different changes, then you are switching to vipassana instead of concentration. So the breath is both. But with metal loving kindness, it's concentration because you are looking at the concept, not 
changes. You're looking at beings to be happy. Once the mind is concentrated, I told you four levels. One is verbal level. You drop the verbal level. Then you go to a mental level. Then you drop the mental level. Then you go to the feeling level. You really feel happy and peaceful on a visceral level. And then you get into concentration. Then you have to look at the object you're going to change. You're now switching to Vipassana. Seeing meta itself as a change is changing. There's a sutta in Majimanikaya where we actually when we start to see that loving kindness is a mind state that is also changing. Eh? Now we are turning to the thought of loving kindness self, seeing it as rising and passing away. Then we switch to Vipassana meditation because Vipassana is about seeing things as impermanent and satisfactoriness and the impersonal nature. Because the thought is also conditioned, the thought of matter is conditioned, then once we see that the conditionality of the thoughts and rising and pass away, then we switch to Vipassana meditation. But we cannot start to say now, may you be well upon peaceful. No, now we are now seeing changes of the thoughts. So then that's the transition between metal loving kindness to wisdom, to, seeing, to having insight knowledges. So in other words, we, we can start with the practice of metal loving kindness, but later on we can switch. There's no problem. But whether you are staying with metta or inside meditation, mindfulness has to be there. Because if we practice metta loving kindness without metta, I mean, so, so without mindfulness, it's going to go either what we call far, far, near enemy and far enemy. Near enemy is really having attachment to the person you are saying in metta. Then you say, oh, uh, I'm attached to this person. I love them so much. That's a near enemy. It masquerades itself as meta, but it's not. In fact, another word is called pema. Pema is actually love. <laughs> the Pali word for love is pema, but this, what we are doing, is not pema. What we are we're doing is meta. So if we don't have mindfulness, that's what's going to happen. We are going to have uh, attachment. And on the other side, if it's still we don't have enough mindfulness, there's going to be aversion, aversion towards beings. Does that help or not? Yes, thank you very much. Okay, welcome. Another person. Ah, there's a mic. So where's the hand? This uh, person here. So there shouldn't be conflict in this practice if you know the Noble Eightfold Path. You just choose when you want to. <laughs> to practice it. It's just like when you're entering this room, you cannot enter this, ent you cannot enter in this door at the same time with this one. You have to enter at a time, one at a time. Can you enter inside the IMS using that door at the same time using this door and this door? Can you? No, you have to choose which door you want to use. So at some stage you choose when you come to this practice, okay, now I want to really have a stability of mind. I want to overcome anger. Let me use this main entrance. And then you say, okay, now I'm going to enter. And then at some say, okay, let's say, may I use this door? But it doesn't matter which you use, it must have mindfulness. And if there's mindfulness, you're going to get concentration and then see things as impermanence, unsatisfactory and unsafe. And use that, there's no even idea of just let me get the inside knowledge, impermanence, blah, blah, blah. No, no, it's about letting go. It's about letting go of greed, hatred, and delusion. That's where we want to we wanna end. <laughs> okay, please. Um, first, thank you for that clarification. That wasn't clear to me too, so thank you. Welcome. Um, also, Annie, when she guided the metta practice, she offered to concentrate on a benefactor and now you brought up uh, focusing on a friend. Mm. And then both times when I brought up the person in my mind, my initial feeling was happiness or joy to see them. But when I started to give the may you be and all that, I lost concentration in both cases. Mm. And just my body started like um, I had very strong sensations and I, was, I had to let it go. Mm -hmm. So I just did, but I find it very confusing. I, I find that I do a lot of meta for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, need, I find that I need it, mm -hmm. but it's the second time when you offered to share it with someone that I actually love or care for, and mm -hmm. I just completely lose concentration, and it's like blocked. Mm -hmm. So maybe you have something to clarify or... 
what could have you think uh, made it uh, block? Is it there was a little bit of attachment or a little bit of aversion? What could have happened? You think? How you tell me? Okay, I know you lost concentration, but what's really you felt really actually as you said, uh, send these phrases. Let's say, a, for example, now I brought up an image of a friend of mine that I really love. Mm -hmm. And I started wishing her mm. uh, things that mm. I think would be very beneficial. Mm -hmm. And my heart just started pounding very, very strong in, in, a, in a sense that I couldn't, it was very dominant, which happens to me from time to time. But mm. it happened now. I had actually changed my seating because it was too much to try to handle. Mm -hmm. It's not that I feel something bad toward that friend or or the practice. I think I just it's I just don't know how to proceed it, so I just let it go. Yeah, that's that's the best way. Let go. And as I told you, sometimes you need now to bring a group of people. Now, because I, you remember, I told you if there's an attachment or whatever that comes when you send into a friend. Don't send an individual person. See it as a group. Because actually when you look at the, how the Buddha taught this course, I don't know if it's here. <laughs> I don't know if the paper is here. Every time I need this paper, they're not here. I don't know why. <laughs> and I don't, I want, don't want to flood you with... What is that meta Greg uses? Okay. The, the way the Buddha actually sends this... Look at where the Buddha, the way this original teaching is not actually so much of the commentary. The Buddha, the way he talked about sending loving kindness, he was talking about whatever living being there may be, whatever they are, they are weak or strong or meeting none, the great, the mighty, medium, short. He didn't really specify. It's only when the commentary, post canonical, in Buddha Gosa, we try now to break it apart so that we can actually gain concentration easily. In other words, what he was trying to do, as you know in history, we have built what we have learned to build what we call bridges, I mean uh, fences around ourselves. So what we want to do with metta is to learn to build bridges. So now with this practice of restarting with oneself, then a friend, then to a benefactor, then to a difficult person, neutral person, and all beings, is actually post-canonical, really. So, but you don't have to practice that way systematically every time. Sometime when I'm in your situation, I would just see it as a, as a group of all friends and benefactors. And as a group, that really takes away the emotional luggage you have when you really zero in to find your friend and all the things. That's one way of doing it. Another way is really tune into really mindfulness of what's happening in your body. The warmth. Have you heard about four elements? That, those are parts of what you call the properties of element, the warmth. The body is full of four elements, fire element, earth element, and all that. How about really switch for a while? There is no problem, really, actually. You can really apply mindfulness to that experience, and once it has subsided, then you can go to the phrases. Play with it. I don't want even to use the word play. It's just like we're all playful here. <laughs> I want to try it, experiment it. Actually, I should use the word experiment it other than the word playing with it. <laughs> experiment this. We are here to experiment. Even at the beginning of our meditation, I told you we are exploring the mysteries of the mind. <laughs> so really try and see what works for you. We don't know sometimes why this happened, but you can try to use mindfulness to observe the, the sensations and then you go back using different ways of either the whole group or the one person and see what happens. There's one person who's, yeah, Ignacio. I think you raised your hand, I saw it. Who raised the hand around here? Somebody who raised the hand around here. Okay, okay. <laughs> around there was somebody. <laughs> Maybe now the... <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, um, I find it hard to do metta with like people so I, I kind of do it with like birds or animals or something mm. and um, I, I kind of do it more informally so like I'll be walking and then I'll just stop for like 20 minutes and I'll do it mm. so is that okay and then also 
the kind of the structure when Annie did it, she did it like I guess for herself and then to benefactor and then benefactor to herself and then ourself to all beings. Um, I'm just wondering, like, is that a format that we that you recommend? I mean, is, is it okay if we just kind of I'm kind of just doing it randomly <laughs> throughout the day? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Yes. Sorry, I don't know if there's a question there. But. No, you ask. The, what's the question? Yeah, that, that's because mostly I just do it throughout the day, but I just don't have a sitting and I do it. I just kind of do it in a dining hall, like when I'm walking, and I, I look at a frog. It, that's the first thought that comes to my head, like, may you be well. Um, and I just stand there for 10 minutes and do that. Um, I just... I got it, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> the word metta belongs to a group of mental state called up. Pamanya in Pali, which means boundless. In other words, the number of being we se- beings we send this meta, they are limitless. So you can send it. But here we do it in a formal way to allow you to systematically use it for the purpose of concentration. Meta is practiced in many ways. One is perfection. It, it is used as a perfection. It's one of the ten paramis. We use it as actually in a casual way where we are not restricted. Uh, to anybody, even our friends, even uh, people. I mean, there's so many restrictions to send meta, but in a normal, informal way, we are not restricted. But here we restrict it to help you to gain concentration. Yes, you can do it. Actually, for me, there's a meta that I did there in a forest and sending, feeding birds like this and they were just landing on me. I just felt with a lot of meta. When I came back to sit here, I'm telling you the pain went out of window. My pain I was going through, physical pain, it went out of the window. <laughs> because I was full of loving kindness, I would see birds around me. and <laughs> 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 So this kind of person of meta and seeing pain rising away, and no, no, it wasn't working. It was the meta I got there in the forest that I brought here. And then it helped me. It works, actually. The Buddha here is talking about... Eh? This is what the Buddha said, that whatever living beings there may be, whether they are weak or strong, omitting none, is talking about beings, sentient beings. So there's no problem, actually. You are doing the right thing. <laughs> and the Buddha talks about abiding here, divine dwelling here. So it doesn't mean only in a meditation cushion. Only in a meditation hall. Only when Bant is around. <laughs> only when Anne is around. No, no. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for your practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.